I know a lot about golf. It's time for those weekend golf guys. Well, we're waiting. On SB Nation Radio. And on SBNationRadio.com. Here's John Ashton and Jeff Smith. It is time for us, those weekend golf guys. Hope you're having a great weekend so far. We're uh, sobering up around here because we are coming to you live from uh, what was as of yesterday at 636 to about 638, the center of the horse racing universe. The Kentucky Derby was yesterday, uh, ending about two weeks of nonstop partying for everybody here. Very, very I have quiet. yet to be invited really? to some of these parties. Yeah. Oh, man. That's because you're always like working and stuff. Well, there's that, there's yeah. that part. You know. Yeah. Some people have to have their priorities. If you'd rather be working than partying and drinking heavily, that's totally up to you, man. <laughs> totally up well, to you. But depends on what you like to do. <laughs> but the good news is that is now over. There mm-hmm. are no more excuses. That uh, that whole thing is done, and now we move on to important stuff like golf. Uh, we had a conversation live on Facebook. Uh, about a week ago, maybe uh, almost two weeks ago now. Hope you didn't miss it. But it was on misconceptions. Things that you have been taught, things that you have been told, things that you may have heard that are, uh, shall we say, inaccurate at best. Or, um, misconceptions, is that like miscongeniality or <laughs> is that like Miss America or what are we talking about? Yeah, that's close, man. Keep your eyes on the road, your hands on the wheel, all right? <laughs> yes. Hello, my name is Misinformation. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <clears throat> you know, we were talking a little bit, you know, the, the old head down, left arm straight nonsense, yeah. you know, and kind of kind of blew those out of the water. Yep. You know, one of the things that, that I want to do another one on, because the visuals – uh, are so good when you do it. And I'll talk about it a little bit here. Sure. But the whole um, left, uh, you know, parallel left aim bit. Yeah. Right? Always got to aim yourself parallel to the target. Yep. We have been misaligned. Yeah. Another another lady pops up. Misaligned on the aiming a lot, too. Uh-huh. Tell you what, mm-hmm. these Facebook Lives that we do on a regular basis are very, very educational. We're going to take a quick break and do suggest that while we are taking a break, why don't you just run over right now to Facebook.com slash Golf Guys and follow us so that the next time we go and do this Facebook Live thing, you know about it. Go do that now. We'll be back in a couple of minutes. You come back, too. We are those weekend golf guys. Hang out with us. You know what really sucks? Losing your hair. You know, sitting in the shower and you're done and you look down and gathered around the drain or all those little hairs that used to be on your head just a few minutes ago. And you go, oh, my goodness, am I getting old or what? Well, you know, for the past few months, I've been watching that happen in my own life. And and it ain't fun, man. But you can stem the tide. Keeps.com. Mm-hmm. Keep your hair. What happens if you go to keeps.com? you'll find that it's the easiest and the most affordable way there is to keep the hair you have. And it's the only hair you're going to get, so you want to keep it, right? These FDA-approved products that you can get through Keeps.com used to cost a whole lot more. But now, thanks to Keeps, they are finally inexpensive and they're easy to get. For five minutes now and just about a buck a day, you will never have to worry about your hair loss again. Pretty, uh, Pretty cool, isn't it? You can get started with Keeps very easily. 
Sign up takes less than five minutes. You just answer a few questions and snap some photos of your hair. A licensed physician reviews all your information online and then recommends the right treatment for you and then it is shipped right to your door every three months. Now, Keeps offers the generic versions of the only two FDA-approved hair loss products out there. And some of you have probably tried them before, but you've probably never, ever gotten them for this price. Keeps is only $10 to $35 a month. Plus, now you can get your first month free. Hell of a deal for getting to keep your hair. To receive your first month of treatment for free, you need to go to keeps.com slash golfguys. That is K-E-E-P-S dot com slash golfguys. There's a free month of treatment at keeps.com slash golfguys for you right now. Keeps.com slash golfguys. Hair today, hair tomorrow. You got it. Keeps.com slash golfguys. Go now. Okay, we are back. I'm John Ashton in studio. I don't think we ever said that in the last segment. I am John Ashton. He is Jeff Smith. Together we are collectively known as those weekend golf guys, and we do appreciate you being here on the weekend. You know, we told you about you shouldn't go and sign up for the uh, Facebook Lives. They usually happen on a Thursday or a Friday, which means it's great timing for you to learn something new just prior to your weekend rounds of golf, which is a very good time because you can still remember it. Because we're doing it on video. Yeah, you can always can refer back. With them. Yeah. Like it's going to be right on their phone. Yeah. You can refer so it's back like to having it. me in their pocket. And that's very uncomfortable for your swing. But other than that, it works out well. Uh, it's true. It's a little stuffy in there. Misconceptions. We basically started with the whole keep your head down. How many times have we been told that? Keep your head down. No. Yeah. No. We you don't, don't even want to count do. that many times. No. I mean, Phyllis Diller said you, the, the golf pros tell you to do that so they, you don't see them laughing at you. Which You know what we've learned over the course of years as golf pros? What's that? If you get the player laughing at the same time, then we're laughing with you. Yeah. Or and next, it's a whole lot more fun. Or next to you, which is okay, yeah. too. <laughs> uh, so. Let's go into that a little bit. Why have we been told, A, to keep our head down? What was the idea behind that? And two, why is that such bad information? Well, uh, first couple things, you know, why a lot of this starts with just images, um, you know, of at impact. And we, we like to capture the image of impact because impact is the moment of truth for the golf ball. Mm -hmm. And so there, all these people are studying and trying to pay attention to what happens at impact. Well, what do they see? They see a left leg straightening up. They see uh, a left arm extending down and essentially straight at that moment. And they see a body turning halfway you know, toward it where it's facing just past the golf ball. And then they see somebody's head and it's facing the ground. And so then they start to look at those positions as if we're trying to achieve those because that's what many great players have at the moment of impact. But remember, this is a, a one-second downswing. Mm-hmm. This is a, a moment in time of, of some very fast action. And it just happens to be where we are at that moment. But can you imagine people studying the finish of a golf swing where we're all standing upright, left leg is straight up and down, body's off the right foot altogether, body is straight up on top of the left leg, head is facing the target and straight up on top. 
and the arms are folded across the left shoulder, the conversations would be very different mm -hmm. if an equal amount of study time and promotion of that, of that time came from a finished position. Yeah. Think of the covers of many magazines that we see. On golf mm -hmm. magazines, there's always somebody about an impact. Yeah, yeah. There are now, now more of someone at finish, but nonetheless, every time we see one at impact, it burns that thing into people's heads that says, see, that's what the greats are doing at impact. I need to do that. Yeah. I need to keep my head down as if it never goes anywhere else. I need to keep it there. And then people start to ruin themselves because they're trying to rotate chest and lower body. They're trying to make it move a club fast, but yet they're trying to, at the same time, trying to keep their head lower. And the body doesn't work well underneath that. And, right. you know, I, I ask people all the time, what are your goals of the golf swing? Well, I got to keep my head down. I got to turn my chest through. I'm like, okay, so that means your shoulders. So you go, oh, yeah, shoulder turns. Got to be big. Got to be fast going through there. Okay, so how are we going to do that? We're going to blow a disc out on our neck? What, what is that? Because if we got to have a headlock down there and we're trying to move those things six inches underneath it, I'm pretty sure we're going to have a physical problem. So would you agree then with, with me when I tell people that it's much more accurate to say just watch yourself hit the ball? Watch the club hit the ball. Because that's where you're, you should be looking. When the club makes contact with the ball, your head should be looking at it. But then well, after that, you can move wherever your body takes your head. I try not to mention the head. Okay. And I try not to watch the, the club hitting the golf ball because I want their intention to be on the club head moving through the golf ball. And I don't want to take their attention or their intention away from that. Okay. So I'll say, make your club pass through the spot immediately in front of your golf ball. Mm -hmm. Look at that spot and tear that out. Yeah. So now I've given them a to-do thing that's actual pay attention to the action as opposed to pay attention to a position. In fact, I was telling uh, Sunday after our local show, we were out at Chariot Run Golf Course, which is the golf course associated with the Horseshoe Casino in Laconia, yep. Indiana. Nice, nice golf course. Great course. I love it out there. But the Intrepid producer, Mark, after listening to you give that information and those uh, tips on our live show last Sunday was, man, he was hitting the ball straight. He normally, he's always been Mr. Right in the middle of the fairway, but he's always been Mr. Right in the middle of the fairway with a fade. He aims a little to the left and it fades in. Yeah. He had to make some adjustments because with the adjustments he made in also, and we're not going to repeat it, we're just going to suggest you go and watch that Facebook Live on how to find your perfect grip, which he had never heard before. He had changed his grip to what technique you described on how to find your personal perfect grip. And he was hitting the ball not only straight, but longer off the tee. He was hitting it longer than he ever had because he's got some physical impairments found the middle of the yeah found right. the middle of the club face yes he did and it was a, a thing of beauty to behold and uh, that that again is is another reason to listen intently to mr jeff but one of the things that i told him on his iron shots which were also improved because the grip difference was that jeff will suggest and train you to hit a spot directly in front of your golf ball in fact he will put a dime in front of the golf ball and say try to hit the dime and just let the ball get in the way. 
And Jeff is such a great guy, he'll even give you the dime if you don't have one. I will. Yeah, that's very great. And he started doing that, and he was hitting everything. So I'm going to have to start, you know, getting strokes from him now. He keeps that up. <laughs> you, you're trying to earn the dime? <laughs> that's right. I that want that dime, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's, it's great. I mean, that's an immediate improvement. That's mm -hmm. watch it today, hear it today, and an hour later, go out on the golf course and shoot five strokes better than you've ever shot before on that course. Yeah, it's fun. You know, it is fun. It is mm -hmm. fun. And I've, I've got to tell you a story, too. It's another thing I learned from Jeff. And again, you can check this out at $5golfclub.com. It's the hinge and thump technique that he teaches for getting out of sand. I was in a pot bunker. Ooh. Probably eight foot high wall in front of me to the green. I mean, it's so steep. They, act they actually had stairs to get down into it. Okay. <laughs> uh, lob wedge. Mm -hmm. I was probably maybe 10 yards from the pin. I, I wound up three inches from the pin. Give me putt. Lob wedge, ball forward, hinge and thump came right out, didn't it? Yep. Yep. Huh. And, and the three guys I was with who I play golf with a lot just kind of looked at me in utter shock and amazement. It was like, how the hell did you do that? <laughs> well. I said, I would explain listen, it to you. And you've, done it, you've done it well. Yeah. But it's it, excellent. And, and it's not difficult. It is not a difficult thing. And when you watch the video on how to do it, which is about three minutes and 37 seconds long, you go, wow, this makes perfect sense. And you, dare I say, practice it a few times. Yeah. And then you find that when you're in a pot bunker with an eight-foot-high wall, you can still get your ball to a gimme range. And the guys I play with, they're tough, man. It's, you know, it's got to be like six inches or closer to get gimmies out of these guys. <laughs> Is it because they've seen you putt? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it sure is. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we're going to talk about a couple more misconceptions. We're going to talk about uh, also some things about golf balls that you have probably never heard before. I know um, yeah. a lot of it has really came as a shock to me. We're going to do that when we come right back, and we're coming right back. Hang with us. We are those weekend golf guys. You want to see how great a golf instructor Jeff Smith really is? It's very easy. $5golfclub.com. The number $5golfclub.com. You watch golf on TV, you're going to see golf ball commercials, and you're going to see pros like Dustin Johnson, Jordan Spieth, telling you you should buy the golf ball that they think is the absolute best. And I wonder, how much do they pay these guys? And then I realize, you know, the golf ball companies don't pay these guys. We do. Every time we pay $40, $45, $50 for a dozen golf balls that someone told us is the absolute best, a large chunk of that goes to these guys who are already millionaires. A top-of-the-line, tour-quality, four-piece, urethane-covered golf ball that's long off the tee and easy to control around the greens should cost you about 20 bucks for a dozen. And if you buy it from Cut Golf, that's exactly what it will cost. CutGolfCo.com. Use the coupon code weekend golf guys and it will cost you even less than 20 bucks i can get you two bucks off every dozen you buy the more you buy the more you save 
I just made that phrase up. Cutgolfco.com. Use the code WEEKENDGOLFGUYS. See how quickly that went by? It's like it never happened. Here we are again, those Weekend Golf Guys. I'm John Ashton. He is Jeff Smith. You know who you are. And do you follow us at Facebook.com slash Golf Guys? I would hope you do. Go there, like us, and follow us. So uh, ignorant I am of the whole social media thing. I did not know that liking and following were two different acts. You know, that's two (laughs) separate buttons you need to push. Think of it as this. Yeah. You like the pretty girl. But then you also have to follow her in order to get her to talk to you. Well, right? I, I did that once, man, and that <laughs> that can lead to some pretty nasty stuff. So like the pretty girl, but don't follow her. Okay, that's just that's just not cool. Uh, you do, know what I found what, about that whole thing? I'm just following myself. <laughs> A good trick if you can post, do it. I wrote that one. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look at that cool video. I did that. <laughs> You need to be alerted to all of the live from the Golf Cave videos, Facebook Live videos that will be going on throughout the season. And in order to be alerted to those when they happen is you need to follow us on Facebook.com slash Golf Guys. That's why I'm saying that. So why don't you go ahead and do that throughout the course of uh, the show today? It's real easy to do. And uh, then that way you'll never miss any of the great information, like how to find your perfect grip, which was we're not going to do it. verbally here because it's a little too complicated to just do the words but if you go to facebook.com slash golf guys and watch the last live video live from the golf cave that we did jeff explains it so well so nicely and visually that you will have it and again if you're anything like intrepid producer mark who is not the best golfer in the world um he's relatively intelligent he picked up on it immediately made the adjustments immediately saw improvement immediately, which is what we're all after, right? Absolutely. There is something you have been preaching about picking a ball and playing it, finding one that you feel comfortable with. Yeah. When you walk into the golf ball division corner of the big box store, it is, for most of us, totally intimidating. We have choices. A lot of choices. Yeah, Yeah, choices, way too many choices. And when you present somebody with too many choices, oftentimes they refuse to make any decisions and just walk away. Right. Uh, some of us make decisions based totally on price, which is, I guess, why Slazenger can still sell golf balls. I don't know. Yes. Some of us make decisions based on what we see our idols playing. If Jim Nance tells me one more time that a Pro V1 or a Pro V1X is the best damn golf ball I can buy, well, heck, who am I to argue with Jim Nance? Yeah, because he's the voice of the masters. That's right. Really? Hello, friends. Here, have a golf ball. You know, and then Tiger's playing Bridgestone. That gets confusing. You know, he was playing Nike, but Nike doesn't make them anymore. Well, Bridgestone actually made the Nike ball he was playing, so. (laughs) Okay. Well, there you go. Nike really didn't make anything. (laughs) (laughs) And, And then we go to My Golf Spy, which is a really cool website, by the way. Yeah. And um, they did a very extensive test on golf balls. It took a while to read. It did. And and you have to know a lot of stuff in order to understand what a lot of your reading is. Yeah, there's no doubt. What they said was that there are great differences in golf balls. <laughs> to which my reaction was, duh. Okay. Um, I am totally aware of that. But rather than just leaving it there, which is what most golf ball tests have said up to this point, 
they actually delved into what works for you based on your swing speed and things like that. Mm -hmm. I was surprised. I don't know how you are being, you know, the golf professional and dealing with this on a daily basis, but I was surprised at how much difference there was in different balls reactions to the same swing speed. That's something that you really need to pay attention to. There's people out there not playing the right ball for them at all, but they're stuck on a brand. For example, let's say there's a guy out there and he just wants to play a Callaway golf ball, but yet he's got a higher club head speed. That test shows you that they don't react nearly as well as some others. Yeah. I was told a couple of years ago by somebody who, you know, I trusted to know what they were talking about. I should play the Wilson duo. Low compression ball, nice soft feel. Right. But judging from this test, that's not the ball I should be playing. From from the person that was telling you that, did they happen to have Wilson Duo golf balls in stock? They did, but they also had like Titleist Pro V ones in stock. Yeah, and the Pro V ones were forty seven bucks a dozen, and the Wilsons were nineteen bucks a dozen. And maybe that's why they told me to buy three dozen. Hmm. <laughs> one of the questions I ask people when they ask me what ball should I play, the first question I ask them is, "How many golf balls around do you lose?" Right. And if, and if they lose three golf balls around or more, I'm instantly going down on the price of the golf balls for a couple of reasons. First, it's really bad when you lose the most expensive golf ball, even though that might be the best one for you to be playing from a performance standpoint. Yeah. From a price standpoint, if you're losing a lot of golf balls, that's a tough, that's a tough one. But yeah. at the same time, if they tell me that, that also opens the door for me to ask why. And then they tell me, and I'm like, I can help you lose fewer golf balls. And all of a sudden, they hit better golf shots because I'm helping them now. And then they can go up and play that other golf ball. And now it really puts the two together. But if they're telling me, hey, uh, I'm really losing three plus golf balls around. So let's talk about why and let's make sure that you're not buying a terribly expensive golf ball until we get this thing solved. And they're okay with all that. One of, one of the things that, again, that we need to really encourage folks to do is to test the ball they use and find the one that's best for them and continue to use it. But is there a quick way other than spending 50 bucks a dozen from seven or eight different manufacturers to find the ball that works for you? I mean, this test goes through, you know, if, you're, if your swing speed is 115 or if it's 85, which they say are the two swing speeds that you can actually see some noticeable differences at. Yeah. Um, I have never seen, well, I, I have, okay. I got to say the Bridgestone people, when they do a golf ball fitting, I have had a golf ball fitting from two different people. I've had one from, from Titleist and one from Bridgestone. Mm -hmm. When I go to the Titleist fitting, they have every Titleist golf ball they make. And they do all the testing with the track man and all this on the swing speed and uh, launch angles and all that kind of stuff. And based on all those numbers, tell me which Titleist golf ball will fit, right? Yeah. Bridgestone, on the other hand, comes loaded with every golf ball known to man and, uh -huh. and asks you which one you play and lets you hit a bunch of those and gets the numbers. Then, based on the numbers, they pick the Bridgestone ball, which they recommend for you based on all of the swing speed and launch angle and all that kind of stuff that works for right. you. And they compare the numbers of the ball you normally play and the Bridgestone they recommend side by side. Right. Now, is that just hype or is that really more effective? It impressed me more. Well, Let's think about a couple things. If I'm giving a fitting and it's a ball fitting and I have somebody who's consistent with the driver speed and their 
seven iron speed and their wedge speed and all those things, right? They're consistent ball strikers. Mm -hmm. I'm going to get some accurate information and then I can pick the right golf ball for them. Right. Right. But when Bridgestone was doing their speed based golf ball, mm -hmm. they said, if your swing speed is this, then you should use that ball. If your swing speed is that, you should use that golf ball. Right. Right. All right, so let's understand a couple things. All the swings you make are with different clubs, and they all have different speeds. Mm -hmm. How can Bridgestone say that because this ball works at this speed and that's best for you, they're basing that off of the club you hit uh, 14 times around. They're not basing it off all the other shots. Right, right. When okay. you come to me, I'm looking at all the shots you're hitting yeah. and looking at all the shots. I'm not looking at one speed because, believe me, I asked the Bridgestone guys when they came out to the golf course, I said, take me through this thing. And they're like, well, what camp are you in? Because, you know, they I know I'm a teacher. They know I'm a fitter. What camp am I in? Like, what's my philosophy, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. And I, I said, well, I guess I have one basic question that if you can satisfy my brain on this one, I can tell you I'm not in a camp. And they're like, okay, what is it? I said, so you're saying you can tell me what golf ball I ought to be playing based on my driver club head speed. They said, yep. I said, so what if I'm a high spin player with my irons and a low spin player with my driver and the speeds are wildly different from club to club, how are you going to rectify that with one golf ball? If your thought, if your basic premise is coming at it, like, we'll give you the golf ball that's best for your entire golf game based on your driver's speed alone. Mm -hmm. And they couldn't answer that question at all. The guys looked at me and went, oh, whoops. Mm. <laughs> and they gave you the typical, that's an interesting question. Let me check and get back to you on that. Yeah. Yeah. And, but they knew that I was on staff with Titleist. So they, kind of wondered if I was in the Titleist camp on that. Sure. But the truth is I'm in the, I'm in the truth camp. Yeah. Okay. Of how can I find that to be using only one parameter of driver club head speed, that that's the right one for you. Okay. Because maybe the ball that works for your driver doesn't spin as much. So it rolls out, right? Mm -hmm. Flies high enough and whatnot. What if I have a driver that, essentially knocks a ball down and takes off the spin for, uh, for my driver because that's what I, I want, but I want more spin with my irons. So I'm going to get a higher spin golf ball so I can use it with all my irons so it'll fly high and stop on the greens, really nicely check up an awful lot with my half wedge shots, but yet it would normally spin too much with my driver. What I did is I just altered my driver to reduce more spin these guys would have given me a different golf ball based upon only using my driver okay. and not using the entire game. And that's the problem. Since we have so, now confused you, yeah. we're going to fix it when we come back. Yeah. We are going to right. give you both what the sales guys say is the way you should find the ball and what the best golf teacher in the world says about how you should find your perfect ball when we come right back. You're going to want to hear this, so don't you move. Why don't you follow us on Twitter? It's very easy. Just go to twitter.com. We are at WKND Golf Guys. 
That is it. WKND Golf Guys on Twitter. Follow us. We'd love it. You know what really sucks? Losing your hair. You know, sitting in the shower and you're done and you look down and gathered around the drain are all those little hairs that used to be on your head just a few minutes ago. And you go, oh my goodness, am I getting old or what? Well, you know, for the past few months, I've been watching that happen in my own life. And, and it ain't fun, man. But you can stem the tide. Keeps.com. Mm-hmm. Keep your hair. What happens if you go to Keeps.com? You'll find that it's the easiest and the most affordable way there is to keep the hair you have. And it's the only hair you're going to get, so you want to keep it, right? These FDA-approved products that you can get through Keeps.com used to cost a whole lot more. But now, thanks to Keeps, they are finally inexpensive and they're easy to get. For five minutes now and just about a buck a day, you will never have to worry about your hair loss again. Pretty, uh, Pretty cool, isn't it? You can get started with Keeps very easily. Sign up takes less than five minutes. You just answer a few questions and snap some photos of your hair. A licensed physician reviews all your information online and then recommends the right treatment for you, and then it is shipped right to your door every three months. Now, Keeps offers the generic versions of the only two FDA-approved hair loss products out there. And some of you have probably tried them before, but you've probably never, ever gotten them for this price. Keeps is only $10 to $35 a month. Plus, now you can get your first month free. Hell of a deal for getting to keep your hair. To receive your first month of treatment for free, you need to go to keeps.com slash golfguys. That is K-E-E-P-S dot com slash golfguys. There's a free month of treatment at keeps.com slash golfguys for you right now. Keeps.com slash golfguys. Hair today, hair tomorrow. You got it. Keeps.com slash golf guys. Go now. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. And we are back those weekend golf guys. I'm John Ashton. He is Jeff Smith. We're talking about some misconceptions. Uh, we have already poo-pooed the whole idea of keeping your head down. Uh, don't do yes. that. And again, want to encourage you to go to facebook.com slash golf guys and look at our last live from the golf cave Facebook live video from a week ago where Jeff explains how to find your perfect grip. And it's not by going out and buying one of those training grips that tells you where to put your fingers because that may or may not be the right place to put them for you. That's which is right. The whole idea. Now we're talking about another confusing issue, which is what ball should you play? Because Heaven knows there's about 157 gajillion choices to make. Right. Some are very expensive. Some are not so expensive. Some work well. Some don't work well. One of the things that the salespeople tell you, the the guys that don't have any skin in the game, don't care what brand, what make, what model you buy. The folks that are just trying to set you up with your ball say to pick a ball that works best with your irons. Fit the, fit the ball to your irons, your wedges in your irons, and then 
fit your driver to the ball you've picked. Does that make sense to you, Jeff? That's what I do. Okay. I set the driver based on how fast I can hit it, what what's best for me, and the ball that I play with my irons is the majority of my game. Right. And if I choose a ball based on just trying to, to maximize my driver, I probably have hurt my performance in the rest of the game. For example, let's just say that everybody reads and they go, oh, well, I want to launch my driver higher. Let's go get the least spin ball that I can go play. Okay. Because they're trying to bring the spin rate down so their driver can roll out farther. All right. I got it. But now you're probably going to have an issue around the greens because that same ball probably won't check up as much as you're used to and your scores might get worse. Or you have to change the type of shot that you're very comfortable playing because you're not playing the golf ball that you can hit those same shots with anymore mm -hmm. because you just chose a really low spin ball based on your driver needs. Right, right. right. So really, pick the ball that's best for the majority of your game, not the minority of your game. And people like to tell me, well, the driver really sets up my whole game, and I really, my confidence is in my driver, you know, and if I got to get it out there, I need to hit it 280 yards in order for me to feel like a man and play golf. <laughs> yeah. Good <Okay>. luck, man. <laughs> Have fun hitting that high soft one over the bunker that spins. Have a good time with that because that golf ball is not doing the same thing. There's only, I think, about two, possibly three golf balls that I'm aware of that are on the market that spin quite a bit on the short shots, a medium amount on the full swing iron shots, and not so much on the long shots. And they're in that golf, they're in that my golf by study. Mm -hmm. And they tell you. And do, so I do, think it's a good idea for the folks to read that. Do you remember off the top of your head which they might be? Yeah, titles Pro V1, Pro V1X, and AVX. Yeah, how about that? Uh -huh. the, the $48 a ball of a dozen golf balls. What a coincidence. I guess they're, I pr they're priced that way for a reason, aren't they? Right? Well, that's that's what I like to tell people. is like, look, let's follow the point here. If there is a golf ball out there that is – really good in all categories. They know it. They've tested it against everybody else already and they have priced it accordingly because it gives more people more what they want in the entirety of their golf game or the majority of their golf game. Yeah. Yeah. Another thing that, that kind of is counterintuitive or, or goes against what we've been taught is that soft golf balls don't necessarily spin more. <laughs> I mean, well, you would have thought they did, you know? Yeah. Interestingly enough, one of the elements of spin is friction. Mm -hmm. right? it's, it's how it happens. If you mash a golf ball and it squashes down, the entire golf ball got squashed and between the face and, and nothing, right? It just got smashed down. And it flies off there, oh, a little bit more knuckleballish than you would think. Okay. And but, like for example, the the higher spinning Titleist um, Pro V One X has a firm layer right underneath the soft cover, 
So the cover gets mashed on these short shots and the, the firm layer underneath it doesn't get mashed as much. Now all of a sudden you've got an awful lot of friction because you squash just the outer. And so all special on these shorter shots, the Pro V1 X ball will actually spin more than the softer golf ball overall, especially on those uh, soft shots where it's just the, the cover itself being mushed down. Oh, okay. Well, that makes yeah. sense. That makes sense. Uh-huh. Because one of the things, I guess, after reading this, that, you know, because I've been playing the Wilson Duo. I've been playing it for a while. Um, mm -hmm. I was playing it last Sunday after our local show, How to Chariot Run. Man, I was sticking greens. I think I hit every green in regulation. Every one. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I I mean I hit I hit one with an eight iron forty about one hundred and forty eight yards into about a ten mile an hour wind. You know that's that's wow. yeah I know that's that's pretty outrageous for me. But again, using the right grip for me and the right ball position and all the stuff that we've been going through in the past couple of weeks, when you hit it right, it goes far. But I was still yeah, I guess. Good. According to what my golf spy said, I was I was losing distance uh, off the tee because it doesn't react off the driver quite that well. Yeah. So, um, so much so much for the twenty buck a dozen Wilson golf balls. Well, again, to quote the old adage, you get what you pay for. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I I'm going to go back to the Bridgestone because everything I read, everything I did, and a couple of years ago, I used the the Bridgestone RX. S, uh huh, um, and it worked very well for me. I might have to go back and try that again. I don't know what made you change. Somebody else saying you need to go to a yeah. Wilson the guy saying I need to be cheaper, and you're like, oh well, that's great. Yeah, again, I I can spend fifteen dollars less per dozen. So yeah, sign me up. <laughs> See, I one of the things I think that that so many of us don't understand is how much the golf ball itself affects our game. I mean, like one of the things that we read in this survey is, is in these testing is a lot of times bad shots aren't your fault. It's the fault of the ball because it may be off center. It, you may have marred the covers in some way that makes it spin terribly wrong. Things like that. Yes. Um, so you need to eliminate, because this game is so darn tough to begin with, you need to eliminate as many variables as possible. So what would you suggest? How can me, the, the recreational golfer, or how can I, excuse me, the recreational golfer and bad grammar, grammarian, find out definitively what ball is best for me to play? buy a sleeve of some that fits some certain categories of importance to you. Okay. All right. So read the golf spy article a couple of times, learn what's going on with each golf ball, eliminate a bunch of them, go grab two or three of them and start to play. Mm -hmm. and then start to see what difference can you tell? Because if you can't tell a difference, 
then that means you're not striking the ball well enough for the golf ball to really tell. Gotcha. Right. So if you can't tell the difference, then you, then the differences don't matter is what you're saying. They don't matter as much. Mm -hmm. Right. Like example, if, if you want to go, man, I need a ball that spins a little bit more on soft shots around the greens. But let's just say that the day that you're testing them, all you're doing is sculling them. Mm -hmm. You're really not going to be able to make a determination right. yeah. at that point. Exactly. And the golf ball is not the big chain, not the big problem there. Yeah. Yeah. A <laughs> lesson or two might be a better way of spending your money. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Okay. And people go, yeah, yeah, that's what the teacher is going to say. It's the arrow, you know, it's the Indian, not the arrow, you yeah. know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. But, but I mean, on many occasions it is. Yes. Different, different configurations of feathers at the back of your arrow make it fly differently. But if you don't know how to shoot an arrow, it doesn't matter what your configuration is. You're not going to hit a target. That's right. To totally mangle a uh, simile, metaphor, whatever. Yeah. Comparison of sorts. Yes. Um. <laughs> It is a metaphor, by the way. Uh, okay, that's that's great. So, so I really shouldn't worry then about going and and walking up to uh, to my local big box golf store and and saying because because they they let you test clubs, but I doubt they have a lot of different golf balls that they open up, which has got to be no, no. You gotta you gotta cough up for a sleeve, which you know. Now, doesn't that, however, not cast aspersions, but but cast a a pall over the accuracy of a um of a of a club fitting? If you're fitting your club with the wrong ball, if you haven't already determined what ball works best for you, boy, is that a loaded question, and we should do that on another show. Because, okay, <laughs> boy, you've hit that, and that's not a two second conversation. <laughs> The proverbial can of worms has been opened here, huh? That's right. Uh-huh. Oh, man. Yes, so, sir. So then what you would be saying, and we will discuss it much more in depth on a subsequent radio program, is that uh, you need to find your ball first. No. No. I, I didn't say that. Okay. <laughs> if I was going to do a complete thing for people... Mm-hmm. I'm going to do a couple things first. Okay. I'll, I'll give you it in a nutshell. Thank you. All right. Because we've got time for a nutshell, but not time for right. the whole new, the whole big deal. So in a nutshell, what I'm going to be doing is I'm going to be assessing someone's ability to swing a certain way mm -hmm. first. Okay. Because... If I start with the golf ball and then start going, oh, well, based on my thoughts on the golf ball for this person, then we probably ought to match this club head, okay. and then we ought to match this shaft, and then we ought to make the guy deliver it in that way that it all works out because I started at that end. Gotcha. But wait a second. Mm -hmm. What if that guy is built to do a certain thing? And that's his most powerful, repeatable delivery of a club head to a golf ball. I start with the human and kind of figure out where that's going to be in consistency. And then we put shaft and head and golf ball together with that. All right. So it's, 
there's your nutshell version of that. I, we could get into an awful lot here. Basically, and, what Jeff, gonna, Jeff has just said is, in a nutshell, you can't put it in a nutshell. So uh, <laughs> we will we will delve much more deeply into that whole topic on a subsequent program because we're running. I out used of time. to call you John, but now I'm going to call you Pandora because you've just opened it. <laughs> <laughs> We've got some uh, some more. We got some more stuff to talk about. Wrap it up and uh, see if we can come to any any definitive conclusions when we come right back. Don't you move. We have a small yet loyal following of junior golfers, 12 to 18-year-olds. I want to address myself to them right now. Listen, guys, girls, if you are serious about golf, there is a mom, there is a dad, there's a grandmother, a grandfather somewhere that are so psyched, but maybe they don't show it. They don't want to push, but they would love you to get involved in the game of golf. So why don't you go to them right now? Say, Mom, Dad, Grandpa, Grandma, I want to get better at this game. I want to get good at this game. I want to learn from a guy who has junior champions, high school, collegiate champions. He's even got a student who's kicking butt on the web.com tour. And it only costs five bucks a month. And I can learn at my own pace. And parents are going to be able to learn from their phones, which you know they don't drop out of their hands anyway. $5golfclub.com. Join for your kids' sake. A few moments left together here with those Weekend Golf Guys. I'm John Ashton. He is Jeff Smith. And I guess what we have just proven is that, yes, indeed, this is a complicated game with many, many moving parts. It's going to be next to impossible for us, the recreational average golfer, to really get all of it working (laughs) at the same time. So why do we even bother? You know, let's go bowling. (laughs) okay i'm only kidding you'll start talking about spin rate on a bowling ball and how many layers of wax on the lane what kind of buffing cloth i need to have and yeah forget i brought that up um what we have determined is first find the ball that works best for you and do read that my golf spy at mygolfspy.com go go read the uh, the testing they did there are a lot of questions a lot of things you may or may not understand i know there are a lot of things a lot of the uh the numbers and and the variables that I wasn't quite sure what they meant vis-a-vis me. But that's why I can call Jeff and say, hey, Jeff, what's this mean? So if you don't have a Jeff you can call, find one. Go to your local PGA professional and say, hey, listen, I need to find my ball. What would you suggest I do? And he'll probably have you swing a couple times and throw a couple out to you. But again, read it. See what looks good to you. Go buy a couple of sleeves or one sleeve of each of the ones you want to try and go out and try them all on the same day with the same clubs, the same conditions, the same swing, and try to make a, an informed decision that way. Would that be fair advice? You're, you're assuming that they can be the same. But nonetheless, that's as close as you can get. You know, I, I'm probably going to swing close to the same on the same day. For most of us, again, one of the optimum decisions to make and what ball you choose is how many do you lose? <laughs> Look, price is always a factor for people. Yeah, it's, it's a meaningful variable in this whole idea, the whole equation, man. you got to... If you lose a sleeve around, you're going to want to not spend, you know, 15 bucks a sleeve. That that adds up to the price of the greens fees you're already paying, you know? It does, you know? Keep it in mind. I'm playing a discount golf ball at a, at a discount price on the golf course. Golf still got expensive because you're just donating these golf balls. One of the good things that you'll see, though, in the Golf Spy testing was that the Kirkland golf ball from Costco 
did very well in most the, of the, uh, the 2016 version of it, which is hard to find now. Yeah, that's true. See, the ball's, the ball's not the same. Good news, bad news scenario. One more variable in this game of golf. Uh, tell you what, go right now to facebook.com slash golf guys and follow us there, like us there, and you too will be alerted every time Jeff goes live from the golf cave with Facebook Live videos we will be doing on a semi-regular basis throughout the season. Come back here any Sunday you want to hear us. And if you miss any show, what you need to do is just go to thoseweekendgolfguys.com. That's where we archive everything and check us out. Until then, go find your perfect golf ball and then go play some golf. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.